happening, beautiful people? Welcome to this introspection podcast with Simple Chris. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend staying at home, outdoor, or wherever you are right now. I hope you get to really enjoy yourself, celebrating life with your loved ones, and appreciating the simple things that you have in life. Wherever you are in the globe, I hope all is well. Now, I'd like to begin this podcast by sharing to you a famous quote by Oprah Winfrey that says, You have to know what sparked the light in you so that you, in your own way, can illuminate the world. If this resonates with you, I'm happy that you actually did. Now, this is an episode, actually, in which we should all be deeply interested in. I'm actually calling beautiful, strong, independent career women making their mark in today's society and providing us their practical advice as they humbly share their journey with us and how they tap into their highest potential as a woman. And by the way, to my regular listeners, thank you so much for having me being part of your day today. And to my new listeners, thank you. I hope you get to enjoy your stay. And by the way, today's episode, everyone, this is actually dedicated especially to those students aspiring to enter law school. Now, today's episode, it's a great pleasure for us to introduce to you our lovely speaker. Our speaker, although has spent her entire career on what she's passionate about, and she inspires a whole lot of people and devotedly spare her effort and passion in serving people in her truest, highest expression self through her service. Now, I'm glad to have a lovely speaker, a legal attorney that specializes in civil rights and land property, a vibrant and strong, independent woman, a gypsy-hearted woman that I truly admire. So please help me welcome our fabulous, beautiful, Lovely speaker for today, we have attorney Brenda Mangubat. Welcome to the show, attorney. How are you doing today? Hi there, Christine. Can you hear me all right? Yes. Thank you so much. Yes, I can hear you. That's lovely. Now, I'm so happy that you're here. <laughs> this is actually our first podcast. You're actually my, I believe, my fourth guest. Talking to you, that was an awesome introduction. So good, good evening to you and to all your listeners, wherever they are. Yeah, thank you so much, attorney, for showing up. I humbly appreciate your effort as well. Now, to begin, let's start by asking you a question. Now, can you tell us briefly more about yourself? and the work that you do as a person? Well, um, I'm attorney Brenda Mungubat. I've been in practice of law for quite some time, like a decade, and I had graduated from the University of San Carlos, California, and my pre-law was AB Political Science. Like you, I also love to travel and to to explore and be adventurous in this world. 
That's amazing. Yes, attorney is really very passionate, not just about her work, but as well travel. And that's one of the things that I really admire about her. Thank you so much for sharing about you, attorney. And um, let's dive deep about our topic for today. Now, I'd like to ask, uh, when did you discover your calling in life and how did it work? Actually, I, I, when I was little, I think that it all started when I was young, but exact moment is I'm really not sure, but it must be sometime in maybe elementary days, but I, I've always been exposed to the legal profession. My father used to keep a lot of newspaper clippings about uh, the legalities. If I don't know if you existed or if you can still remember, Christine, there's the article in a newspaper, a large day keeps travel away. And probably because also I had a grandfather who was into law at the time. The brother of my grandpa was into the legal profession. So it must have one way or the other contributed to what I'm doing right now. But I think it must be the inaccessibility of the lawyers to the middle class or the poor sector of the society that I think uh, that I decided to join in one month. Mm, that's great to hear. So I believe it's like it once in the blood. Um, it you know, coming from your ancestors all the way down to your family. That is great to hear. And, you know, family is really a great influence when you're still a child growing up. And that's a great, you know, um, influence coming from them. And that's that's fabulous to hear. Thank you for sharing that. Now, I just want to... Yeah, at that time, also, there was this, uh, like... Uh, Ali McBeal at the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, not really my age. Yeah, exactly. Ali McBeal, <laughs> and, uh, legally blonde. So, couldn't like this type of uh, calling, profession, and lifestyle if that's the case, right? Oh, yes, that's correct. I remember those uh, movie social medias as well. So, that it became you know one of your inspiration as you delved into this path to that chosen career of yours so that that's great to hear now attorney um we're interested to know um what do you think are your qualities that makes you diverse in such career pursuit like you know um they said like you cannot be an attorney if you have a weak heart what do you think are the character traits that you need to really work on and improve on as a person? Especially those aspiring students who want to become, you know, a lawyer someday. So what can you, you know, what are your thoughts? And um, um, we're interested to hear about your opinion or viewpoints about this. I think there's no single virtue or any single characteristic that defining of how I get into law. But I guess if you are interested, you must be interested in the law for you to be invested in that kind of work. And um, you must be passionate also and have a socioeconomic socioeconomic uh, background of the situation as well as you know your demography as well as your locality you must be 
aware of what's happening and the, the impact of it to society. Well, I guess some must be your you must be interested mm-hmm. yeah. in your in your background or in your society. Then you must be passionate. You must be also dedicated. Mm-hmm. to really pursuing it and to continue it no matter what hurdles may come along the way. Mm, that's great. Yes, because nowadays, you know, the millennials, you know, the the children or even like millennials nowadays, they just wanted to give it a try. It's just because of it's the trend or something like that. But it's very good to know that, you know, understanding and having that kind of awareness is, they are very essential ingredients for you to dive in deeper to that kind of calling. It's not just, I wanted to become one because my father and my mom told me to become one, to be a lawyer someday. But you really have that kind of passion and the heart of serving other people and know what's the real issue in today's society. And I totally agree with that. Thank you for sharing that, attorney. Yeah, yeah. And in addition, Christina, many people can tell you to do this and to that, but eventually at the end of the day, it's between you and the law school. It cannot be forced upon you because with all the glitz and glamour of the profession as well as uh, the law education, but it's not that. You can always try, like if other people would like, would think that they would like to become a lawyer, well, they can always try. Anyway, there are always the first time, like you can do it in the first semester, and if that, if it's not for you, they can, they can always drop out. But at the end of the day, if you're really into it, and if it's meant to you, it's meant to be, you are able to finish it. So it's just between you. And you alone at the end of the day. Yes, that's right. I totally agree. So it's just a matter of relationship between you and yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's just, it's a matter of, you know, deciding not just because of your parents, you know, um, trying to tell you that you should do this, but it has to be your own firm decision whether or not you wanted to pursue a specific path in your life. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you about this one. And attorney, can you tell us a, a little bit of a background that you had in the past? Like when you were still studying law, I mean, how was it like? Like what's your study habits or what are what can you advise or your recommendation to really hit that goal and be able to pass that bar? And what do you think? that you can, you know, advise to our young people who aspire to be a lawyer someday? Well, I guess uh, if you wanted to be a lawyer in uh, in these kind of days, well, it takes a lot of sacrifices, not just for you, but also for those people around you, because it takes a lot of time as well as resources, so that you can finish law and while studying law you have to have a four-year pre-law course you have to finish a four-year pre-law course in order for you to have a law proper so in that case so that you can have a, a nice pre-law then 
probably you can have even political science or the humanities. However, it doesn't preclude you from enrolling to other majors or other disciplines. But it helps because when you are in law, you you are not you know foreign to those language to those language that they are speaking of. Like it's not the first time to have read all those you know, sentences or all those ideas. You are not uh, going into the dark because you have at least an idea of what is in the legal profession. However, it doesn't, as I said, it doesn't preclude other uh, majors or other kind of education. Mm, if I... you wanted to do more, in fact, there are there are many there are many classmates of mine who are like engineers, architects, but they were able to uh, excel really in law. Uh, in short. If you really wanted to be in this profession, you must spend much time reading plus memorizing. Like they said, law is a jealous mistress. (laughs) That's nice to hear. Yes. You have to spend spend a lot of time reading, uh, researching new jurisprudence. If otherwise, if you don't, then... It's not dedicated to that kind of lifestyle, mm-hmm. and then it's not for you because uh, it is a case law. It has provisions and it's case law, no matter how intelligent and uh, bright you are, how smart you are, if you are being asked of a current jurisprudence and you were not able to answer it, then probably you would not, you know, be in this path. So in, in summary, I think you must read, read, read a lot and dedicate a whole lot of time of your of your youth even yeah. to study these books and uh, study those kind of students. Yes, exactly. I totally agree. Like um not you know it doesn't matter it not you know it doesn't matter if you're too intellectual but if you don't have the passion and commitment and um the intention of be becoming one and you do not want to to really study that thorough and that long hours and um it it doesn't make sense if that's the case i mean um i guess law is really not for you because law people are you guys are really into studying a long hours longer period of hours and do a whole lot of researching and all that stuff so yeah i, I totally agree and um thank- so, so what i think is that with all the you know the uh glamour and glitter being portrayed by the social media or by tv or whatever platform for lawyer where it is a part being glamorous is being a part but most of that behind the scenes is just really poor work mm-hmm. yes your hard work yeah, yeah and not just you know sitting pretty and doing that corporate attire thing Mm. You must also read a lot, uh, sacrifices. Uh, in fact, when I was in law school. Sometimes you get envious of those. You get envious of those uh, people who are like your age. They have already like you go to parties like this. You travel mm-hmm. like on a Saturday in a weekend. They're having good time partying or having a good time traveling. But here you are you know, reading file and file of books. Mm. 
That's so like, where's justice in here? <laughs> mm, exactly. And then, uh, it's just a never-ending meeting, and that your friends are having the good time of your life. Sometimes you feel like you're deprived. Like you see them, and they're like very beautiful, you know, with all those you know, rendezvous they have, and they all ha- already have houses. They're already established. Mm-hmm. Wherever there you are, there you are. You look like a hog because you still have piles of books to read and cases to memorize for your oral recitation. So I guess that's it. Mm, exactly. Yes, and um, it's it's very important as well not to compare yourself with other people. If you are into this, you know, studying a whole lot of spending a whole lot of time studying while the rest of your friends are actually having parties and all that stuff i'm curious attorney how many hours did you get to spend like studying on a weekend or even weekdays when you were still a student it really depends on the subject like for example if there is a probability that you're gonna be asked for the oral examination then at least you must you know exert extra effort because you have that feeling when you know the professor is trying to make oral recitation and there is a round and for example if you have if you have already finished reciting then you can rest your laurels however if the possibility is high then you must double your effort mm, i see all right thank you so much for sharing that now Jumping into the next question, how do you strike balance between, you know, emotion and logic as a lawyer? How did you make sure that you're being making logical decision when you're, you know, in the middle of being, you're trying to get emotional on certain aspects, especially in the case that you're handling? Um, how do you, um, you know, keep a balance when it comes to those aspects, attorney? I think when you are um, confronted with a low problem, you cannot let your emotions take in. I mean, the law is there for specific situations and you must apply the law as it is. The law is not privy because it is subjective. Everybody has its own emotions. Sometimes emotions get a better of us. But when you are face-to-face with a legal scenario, all you have to do is to apply the particular law, and that's it. The law doesn't need your emotions. Mm, exactly true. Yeah, you have to be tough and you have to be firm and um, don't be carried away about your emotions. That's right. And to those listeners, to our listeners right now, um, yeah, we'll, we'll try to take the light and about this advice. And that, that's very important as well. Thank you for that, attorney. And uh, what do you do? Out- Excuse me. Uh, not really that the law is tough and firm, but the law is specific as to apply to the certain kind of situation. Mm-mm. So it's specific and the law does not distinguish, then you apply it. Mm, okay. Yes. Thank you for that. And um, we're interested to know, attorney, what do you do outside of work that helps you maintain a healthy and a well-balanced life for you? Well, uh, when I was a student, we used to be uh, 
co-workers, right? I think yes. from the strictness <laughs> of the law back to the world of English school activities, I think that's quite a balance. I also find it uh, very uh, refreshing to talk to the students teaching uh, English language, don't you think? Yes, exactly. Uh, way back, like a few years ago, we were actually colleagues with uh, attorney Brenda. And it was fun. We're having a whole lot of fun um, having beautiful memories together because uh, we were teachers in the past and um, part-time teachers in the past um, handling you know, um, English subject and topics to our students, foreign students. And th that's pretty awesome. It's one of the diversion that we can actually entertain ourselves while while doing our full-time thing. Like me, I was working full-time and I was having part-time because I was, I wanted to have a diversion to myself. I was totally boring when I was like doing all routinary sedentary work all throughout the day and um, that was the time when I wanted to gain a different kind of experience like an attorney as well wanted to um, you know experience those kind of um, teaching you know adventures so that that's where we I found her and she found me we became friends <laughs> all right thank you <laughs> okay all right. So if, if I may ask, what's your spiritual practice and what do you do to take care of yourself to keep you centered and grounded in the past and in the current times, attorney? Well, I'm a Roman Catholic. Um, I grew up in a Catholic environment and um, I attended school who were really, uh, strict with those Catholicism and all the stuff. But I think religion is a subjective. Okay. And to keep you grounded, I guess, is you just have to realize that there is uh, one major one major being that is in charge of all those things and not, not to misunderstood yourself as being the supreme being that's mm, what see. others might be thinking mm -hmm. so just uh, keep that faith mm -hmm. I see so keeping the faith alive and in connection as well how do you take care of yourself like physically and any other diversion well um, uh, the goal is one must be physically fit like we really try to do <laughs> jogging and, okay. but uh pre-covid days i really used to uh, dancing did we have salsa in one of these days yeah, I, yeah, salsa. Did, Christine, right? <laughs> I used to do salsa yes and i used to do salsa and i used to really surf when i had the opportunity to go to a surfing spot and I I also bike like a little of everything, but uh, I make it sure also that sometimes I dance um, Zumba and all those internet uh, YouTube videos. Not what? really specific on anything, but I try to be consistent with the surfing stuff and the dancing stuff. Yeah, that's what I truly admire with attorney. She's very vibrant. It's not just focusing on her work, but at the same time, she has her different kind of life. She's very talented when it comes to athletic. And at the same time, she's focusing and taking care of herself by being, you know, outdoor and doing some outdoor activities. Um, she's into surfing. 
and that's great. And she's into salsa. That is so awesome. <laughs> she's very talented and jogging. And she lives in an island. It's a beautiful island, you guys. And um, she loves swimming, I, I believe. <laughs> And um, that that's pretty awesome. I'm not a very good swimmer, Christine. I'm just second to you when it comes to <laughs> physical activity. I mean, you're the most active. You join marathons. What <laughs> more can I say? And you also live in an island. Yes. Like Our me. beautiful island. And I love where I'm living right now. And I'm proud of where I am right now. Because where that's where my roots are, you know, are coming from. Thank you so much. And it's really yeah. very good. Like, <laughs> Especially me in my situation. I'm working from home and it's sedentary job. And you're not moving like most of the time. It's really very good. Like on a weekend basis, you have that kind of diversion to really fill yourself up and do some outdoor activities or do something that ignites your soul and your physical being. And that's great. And what I really love about attorney is also activity right now. This quarantine season. What's your activity aside from jogging? Um, I'm into the jumping rope session. You know, wow. in social media, they're very into that. So I got to try it a little bit, and I have my jumping rope um on a weekend basis, and um depends if I'm. If I'm eating a whole lot, then it's one way of diversion if I won't be able to go out. And at the same time, doing some journaling, doing some writing composition because I really love it. And um, yeah, just keeping yourself active and happy, just listening to your body, um, not just dragging yourself to work all the time, but keeping a healthy and a balanced diet as well. That's yeah. great to hear. Yeah, thank you so much for yeah, sharing that information, attorney. Yeah. And and what do you think? What's your self-talk when you have a substantial and a bitter failure? Or if you're having a difficulty or having a hard time in a specific circumstances as a whole in general? What's your self-talk? Well, or affirmation rather. Well, I've told that life is short and that at the end of your life to say that what what uh, made you feel was not your ability to continue but your ability to get up and that you know life is bleeding it's bleeding like a shadow mm -hmm. so everything just you know passes you by and you should make a deal out of it Maybe at the end of your earthly life you would realize that it's just a, a speak of your entire life mm -hmm. and like seasons christine everything changes you shouldn't want it too much yeah that's right that's really what i really like about the attorney because she's uh one of my guiding counselor <laughs> she she provided um you know truthful advice um honest truthful or brutal advice not just trying to comfort you as a friend but giving you a slap on the face but very truthful and very helpful <laughs> advices <laughs> anyway thank you thank you for that attorney and if i may ask uh, we're we're almost done with a few more questions because i know that you're very busy 
Of questions. Okay, don't go on. <laughs> okay. All right. And um, if I may ask, if you have, if you were to write a book on women and career, what would it be, or what would be the title be, and why? So you're asking me if I'm going to, if ever I'm going to write a book. Uh, a, a- no. A book on Was women. Yes, anything about women. women and career, anything that talks about women empowerment, women and career in general, what would be the title be? Well, when I was uh, young, there used to be around our house. You cannot see it anymore. It's an Ernest Hemingway uh, book. It's like an adventure and misadventure of a flying fisherman. So it's like the, you know, the negative and the positive of being alive or the downside and uh, upside being you. I think uh, somehow to that effect, the dichotomy of a human character I would like to venture on that if given the opportunity to write a book. So the, the the title of your book is The Dichotomy of the Human Character. Is that it, attorney? Not really, but uh, as I said, I used to uh, read the book. Uh, mm-hmm. And by when it tells about, you know, the adventures and misadventures of a fisherman. Same as corollary to that, I would like to write a book about the mm. adventures and misadventures also of uh, women in general. Of course, uh, without copying that uh, kind of book by the very famous author Hemingway. However, if given the opportunity. Mm, I see. Thank you so much. Oh, that that's that's very um very profound. The dichotomy of human. Yes, I'll try to find that out. It sounds interesting, though. <laughs> Adventures of a flying fisherman. Adventures of a flying fisherman. Oh, that's that's nice. Adventures and misadventures. So it's like the duality. Oh, that's awesome. Aspect. So that's the that's the aspect that I want to venture, the duality of living, the duality of being uh, in existence, mm-hmm. in existential nature of human being. Mm, I see. Yeah, that, that's pretty much, you know, it's a nice one but i'll try to look into that attorney so the existential the duality of living oh that that's that's a, yes. that's a nice one it like it resonates um the place where we lived at the same time the you know that that's great as well and attorney um if i may ask if you weren't a lawyer what would you be and why i think if I am not in the law profession. I would be like in the retail and service establishment. Mm-hmm. Oh, what made you? Or in the human resource. You mm-hmm. know, when I was young, and that was not a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So I was uh, working in a fast food chain. Okay. Like I was working in Kentucky Fried Chicken for a uh, few years. And I think I like that kind of environment. 
environment, very fast-paced kind of environment. It's high-paying, and then you have the chance to travel also locally and internationally. And most of my peers from that time are now managers in retail and service establishments. I think uh, if I am not in this current position, I am in that or in a human resource development. I think being in the resource development is a very interesting as well as very challenging area of um, uh, work. Mm. So those are the two. Those are the two jobs that I think I could have. I could have had if I am. I am not having this one right now. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's interesting to really um, understand and know more about people and human. I mean, um, human behavior, human resource and all that stuff. Because even like everywhere, we get to involve people. And that, that's one of the key points and key things that we should try to re- really inculcate. And how to deal with people, how to handle situations and all that stuff. Yeah, that, that's interesting to know. That That's great as well, attorney. Yeah. And um, for now, we're going to ask you as well. Um, is there anything left that you're scared to try? Again, Christine, you're chopping. What's that? What is it? Is there anything left that you're scared to try? <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that we are scared, especially these days. Okay, top right? three. But, um, uh, you know, I would really wanted to go bungee jumping. Well, wow. in, in other aspect, not in uh, not in the profession, but other aspect, I would like to go bungee jumping and all those hype. Oh, high adrenaline. But I think uh, the heights, mm. I don't have the fear of heights, but I think that would be very interesting if you, I am able to do that. And of course, those rides in the amusement park that are quite very, very interesting and very, you know, those, have you been in that uh, amusement park in Minglanilia? No, I haven't been there at 30. The last, I mean... Wow, is it is it nice there? Yeah, you should try. Yeah, it, it, it's like akin to the amusement park back in uh, Korea. However, you need a lot of um, courage and energy really to venture into that kind of how do you call that activity. That's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. So that's I want to try plus those high thing. Oh, and there's kite kite surfing. Kite wow. surfing is uh, really very uh, interesting too, but it takes a lot of courage and you know good weather because sometimes accidents are just working behind. Have you seen someone doing kite surfing, Christine? No, I haven't. <laughs> Not- Do you love water sports? Um, I'm curious, but uh, I'm curious to give it a try. <laughs> I'm not quite sure though, but yeah, who knows? Maybe in the future. <laughs> yeah, but assuming uh, that you know how to swim. Yeah, I know how to swim. 
<laughs> because you're gonna be trapped in the deepest part of the ocean. Either not wow. to swim, that's gonna be a problem yes but living in an island is one of the prerequisite you know to be uh very you know uh to be legally local and no no not just um it's just my opinion um you have to know how to swim you, you should know how to swim i mean yeah early back in the days when we were still young i mean my dad um taught me how to swim uh, up until now so yeah maybe one day uh, i'll give it a try that that's that's interesting to know <laughs> well lucky you were able to swim when you're that young but you know other locals even uh in living in the islands really don't know how yeah like they don't have the water don't like them in as much as they love the water but the water don't love them as well so and I, that's the choice yeah i remember when i was like um 10 years old or 8 or 7 8 or 9 my dad used to really um throw me to the sea the the deep level surface um area into the sea just for me to really learn on my own how to swim um just a means of survival not just depending on him how to swim so that's where i learned when i was still young <laughs> back in the days but those are you know good memories yeah yeah just so good of him look at you you're alive and knows how to swim very much <laughs> exactly but no problem <laughs> it's never too late that they it's never too late anyway going you're an adult and then you're in swimming class i think people are going to be looking at you as cons and then what's, what's the matter? <laughs> that's the you know they look at you like you're you're a criminal or you are like uh, well, it's a taboo especially you're saying that we are in an island and then at your age so supposedly only only youngsters go to swimming <laughs> class. Yeah, it's like how many kilometers away from our house, just walking distance, or you know, the beach area. So it's easy for me to access. But lately, wow, you have a good then. Yeah, but lately, um, sedentary work and not going out too much because of pandemic. But you know, um, but but season change. Um, yeah, eventually, um. It's nice to have this kind of place where you're living, where you're abundant with beach and sea because not all people are, you know, they're, they're not privileged enough to have that kind of um, environment. I mean, they get to really um, go to the, they get to really spend time or visit or go swimming in the beach like once a year because they're living in the city or far away um, or maybe in the countryside. So, yeah. I'm just very grateful. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So we are so very lucky and sometimes we took that for granted that exactly. uh, we are so like in Europe, like they are really landlocked and they have no opportunity to really see the middle. They saw it like, like heaven was on earth, but uh, we need topical girls took that for granted exactly. because it's always here surrounding yeah. us yes and we fail to appreciate sometimes when we are we have that kind of abundance that's surrounding us but yeah let's it's just a reminder for all of us i guess wherever you are in the globe um 
your area of vicinity i mean your area or demographic location i mean you always have your own space and um you know wonderful beautiful sceneries or abundance whatever, whatever it is just enjoy and have fun yeah thank you for sharing that attorney um last few more questions though if i may ask what can you suggest to those people um i i get to really to those people who tried bar exams like twice or once or twice but still didn't make it, um, uh, any words of encouragement or what can you advise them? And they still have that kind of, you know, um, drive to really follow that kind of path. Well, I guess uh, it, that's not the time for them. Then it's not the time for them. And uh, you cannot progress progress to another area if you continue into that place you understand mm -hmm. get what i mean christine i mean if you choose to be in that area where you're not successful then you will not you will always be there if you don't do anything to uplift yourself and if that's not the time for you then there's a time for everything so maybe the next try would be your time mm. like um just uh, try and try until you get it. Mm. Yeah, thank you so much for that words of inspiration, attorney. Um, yeah, um, to those listeners uh, listening to us right now, just just give it a try. Um, you know, um, have that kind of determination and always keep the faith. Thank you for sharing that. And um, last few more questions. <laughs> yeah. I think I need to respond on that. I think sometimes you don't get what you want, right? So there must be a reason for everything. You must not be ready at the time or it's not just the time for you. But there's always a time for everything. And I think if you have done your work at the end of the day, I mean, you're already fulfilled. And if, if the circumstances is not for you, then there's always a room for improvement. And that you cannot always get what you have. So try and try until you have uh, the ability or you have the capacity to what is expected of you. If you have done your best, so at the end of the day, you just, you know, leave it to fate. Mm -hmm. So pray as if saying, pray as if everything depends on God and it work as if everything depends on you. So I think those two are quite important because no matter how hard you work, when that's not for you, well, because we are a Catholic country, mm -hmm. that's, that's not for you. So there's no way for you to succeed. But I think that's uh, two aspects that should go hand in hand. Mm, I see. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just, just. But Chris, I don't want to sound religious, okay? <laughs> I don't want to sound religious for the listeners who are like yes i think uh, at the end of the day you have, you have done everything you did your best and so there's no regret mm, exactly true i agree with that thank you for sharing that attorney and um last but not the least attorney what do you think i mean what value has been added to your life especially pandemic nowadays there's so many changes in life um season change and all that stuff um there, there's restriction at the same time and all that what have you learned um in this trying times that 
we are currently in at the moment and what are the positive changes have you had and what can you advise to our young you know um aspiring millennials or listeners out there who aspires to be um a lawyer someday just to strike that balance and um at the same time creativity and passion and determination to attain that kind of goal in life so let's uh, uh broke that into parts the, fir- the first question was what's the positive impact of being in uh, yeah yes times yes what value has been added to your life especially this pandemic season I what think, you, you know, the opportunity to meet other people and, you know, have physical contact with them, with them is already nil at this period of time. So the value of uh, being tangent in life, I mm. think that should be something that uh, we should value. Like, for example, when you see your relatives, when you see your friends, mm-hmm. you should uh, say hi to them or be invested somehow in their life mm. because you might know that would be the last opportunity that you are going to speak to them Mm-mm. or you are going to see them Mm-mm. because these times you never know many death there and everywhere so if you have the opportunity or if you have the chance to uh, ask them how they're doing so you must ask them because sometimes you know that happens anytime pristine especially this time and sometimes we're in shock oh this friend died the other friend gone so i think if you have the opportunity to ask them how are they doing and mm-hmm. to ask them and if you have the chance to talk to them while they are able to you know value the uh, the fleetingness of life and exactly. one more thing is that this pandemic i think uh you have the opportunity also to invest in yourself more because like you don't usually go to fast food chains anymore exactly so (laughs) you have the chance to eat real delicious good food (laughs) because like those um, those times pre-covid times that any anytime anywhere you yeah. have the urge to buy this how do you call it, burgers and all this stuff that you're free yeah you're free to go anytime right now you have second choices cutting you down whether you go out is the risk enough for you to line in the McDonald's and Jollibee just to expose yourself in order for you to get that burger? Or yeah. you have just get the grab, you know, grab, grab delivery and all that stuff, which added extra pesos if you're going to buy. Mm-hmm. So you're not working on yourself. What is real, like, as you said, investing in physical activity, and then cooking. Do you cook these days? Yes, I get to learn a lot of recipes lately <laughs> during pandemic season. Yeah, and most of all, yes, and most of all, our pets are very happy. Yeah, I know. That we are at home, I think. <laughs> and the plants are very happy. We're able to water them every day. Exactly. And True. I have five healthy cats already. <laughs> yeah, 
pandemic, look at you and look at me. We're able to communicate through this platform. Otherwise, it would not have been possible, right? <laughs> exactly, attorney. There's a whole lot of things that you can do, especially with this pandemic season. You can do how you can do. You can have your own self improvement, do inner works, and all that stuff. And this is actually a high chance for us to give ourselves permission to give a break and to really do reflect and discern a whole lot of things in life and attorney is also a cat lover and that's also one thing that um the yeah, same in common slash <laughs> dog cat lover and 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 environmental wise our environment was able to breathe in the, the air was clean the water was clean and all that stuff and also people began to really have an eight hour sleep right exactly because to do there's a curfew and all this stuff so uh, the downside of having a quarantine is that the economy is rather down but the upside also of having this covid thing is we're able really to rest and we let our environment rest as well which is really good it's really 50 50 thing yes what is what's the other question uh, i beg your pardon attorney there's the, the last, uh, there's that's the first question they answered. The other question was the last I mean the other question was do you have any advice to our young millennials nowadays to strike that kind of balance, creativity and passion, being passion driven to whatever goals that they have in life, especially their career in the future, especially to those who aspire to become a lawyer someday. Um. Yeah. Any. Which one? This is the last question because I thought there were three questions. Yeah, the first and second question it was answered already. <laughs> the last question. Yes. So better sleep for last. <laughs> better be better for last. Yeah, you can expound. So millennials yeah i think the millennials are very intelligent smart kind of people there were many things available to them that were otherwise not available to us or this previous generations however there are also things that are not availing to these millennials otherwise were available to us mm. so i think uh, in this age of ephemeral communication and ephemeral joy i think we must return to the basics mm. choosing a career i think they must uh, stick to what enduring through the lifetime through lifetime through all the ages so in choosing a career i think they must stick to the uh, old school like education like because i re i noticed these days millennials are into some kind of profession or some kind of courses that i think are very tragic it may be enough probably the next year we are not already in mm -hmm. so i think in order for their future they must have a back a solid background Mm. In one hand, if they want to venture into law, I think it's not a walk in the park 
something mm-hmm. just because you wanted to a suit and you wanted like because you watch too much of suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The that the American TV drama, it's not so much. It's like just like one percent all this uh, glamour, but ninety-nine percent really involves a lot of hard work that is unimaginable. Like a lot of patience, a lot of adjustment. But in the end, it must your passion that you must uh, strive to, and you must continue. If you're passionate about it, something then you cannot, uh, you know, go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Whatever, whatever is your path, is your path. Wherever happiness leads, I mean, uh, whatever is your quest for happiness, pleasure, and contentment. If that's where your heart is, then you must follow it and everything else will just, you know, fall into place. Yes, I totally agree. Like follow your heart, follow your bliss. It will lead you to where you wanted to be. Yeah. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much, attorney, for those words of inspiration and encouragement so inspiring and thank you so much by the way attorney (laughs) for giving me the opportunity and the chance to have this you know episode for today and i know you're such a very busy person and you were you really (laughs) you've given me a chance to really share your journey because i know you're one of the inspiring career-driven women strong independent women that i know for sure that can really and truly inspires women out there um you know um all around the globe and um to our listeners by the way just a reminder um please take delight that you are meant for more for a greater good follow your passion and claim to have an amazing abundance life because you are worthy just the way you are so um there's still a whole lot of doors and open opportunities waiting for you to unleash and um Just keep on thriving, making the most of whatever you have at the moment. And we're so proud of you. Just believe, survive, and keep the faith. Thank you so much, Attorney, for for your time and for your effort at this effort. Truly appreciate that. I think a young girls this time, and you can do whatever you want. This is the age of enlightenment and women empowerment. Yes, exactly. The age of enlightenment and women empowerment. Thank you so much, attorney, for your time today. <laughs> and I really Thank hope to... Well. <laughs> Any word, final word, attorney? Okay. All right. So, yeah, I hope to get to see you soon. And, um, yeah, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, see you soon. Yeah. I hope you do have take a wonderful... Care. Yeah, take good care, attorney. I hope you do have a wonderful weekend. And um, to our listeners right now, thank you so much. I hope you find value in our episode today and sending you much love and appreciation all the way from the tropical island to wherever you are in the globe. I hope all is well and talk to you soon. Have a good one. Take care. Goodbye.